This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From Billy Graham's book, Hope for Each Day, this reading titled, A Warning Light. From Proverbs 23, verse 15, If your heart is wise, my heart will rejoice. And Billy Graham writes, One of the ways God has revealed himself to us is in the conscience. Conscience has been described as the light of the soul. Even when it is dulled or darkened by sin, it can still bear witness to the reality of good and evil and to the holiness of God. What causes this warning light to go on inside me when I do wrong? It is my conscience, given by God to steer me away from evil and toward good. Conscience can be our greatest teacher and friend, and sometimes our worst enemy, or so we think, when we sin. The scripture says, Man's conscience is the lamp of the eternal from Proverbs 20, verse 27. In other words, conscience is God's lamp within the human breast. In his critique of pure reason, Immanuel Kant said there were just two things that filled him with awe, the starry heavens above and the human conscience within. Persistent sin can dull or even silence our conscience. On the other hand, persistent attention to God's word 
will sharpen our conscience and make us more sensitive to moral and spiritual danger. Is this happening in your life? My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers This writing entitled Friendship with God Citing Genesis 18, verse 17 Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? The Delights of His Friendship Genesis 18 brings out the delight of true friendship with God as compared with simply feeling his presence occasionally in prayer. This friendship means being so intimately in touch with God that you never even need to ask him to show you his will. It is evidence of a level of intimacy which confirms that you are nearing the final stage of your discipline in the life of faith. When you have a right-standing relationship with God, 
You have a life of freedom, liberty, and delight. You are God's will. And all of your common sense decisions are actually his will for you, unless you sense a feeling of restraint brought on by a check in your spirit. You are free to make decisions in the light of a perfect and delightful friendship with God, knowing that if your decisions are wrong, he will lovingly produce that sense of restraint. Once he does, he must stop immediately. The difficulties of his friendship. Why did Abraham stop praying when he did? He stopped because he still was lacking the level of intimacy in his relationship with God, which would enable him boldly to continue on with the Lord in prayer until his desire was granted. Whenever you stop short of our true desire in prayer and say, well, I don't know, maybe this is not God's will, then we still have another level to go. It shows that we are not as intimately acquainted with God as Jesus was, and as Jesus would have us to be, that they may be one just as we are one. John 17, verse 22. Think of the last thing you prayed about, were you devoted to your desire or to God? Was your determination to get some gift of the Spirit for yourself or to get to God? For your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. Matthew 6, verse 8. The reason for asking is so you may get to know God better. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, verse 4. We should keep praying to get a perfect understanding of God himself.
Sarah Young, in her book, Jesus Today, cites these following verses. Psalm 33, verses 20 through 22. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Titus 1, verse 2. Of faith and knowledge resting on the hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised before the beginning of time. And First Timothy 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope. And the Holy Spirit gives these words to Sarah from Jesus. Put your hope in me, and my unfailing love will rest upon you. Some of my children have forgotten how to hope. They have been disappointed so many times that they don't want to risk being let down again. So they forge ahead stoically, living mechanically. Other people put their hope in problem-solving, the stock market, the lottery, and so on. But I challenge you to place your hope fully in me. No matter what is happening in your life now, your story has an amazingly happy ending. Though the way to ahead may look dark to you, there is brilliant, everlasting light at the end of your earth journey. My finished work on the cross secured this heavenly hope for you, and it is absolutely assured. Moreover, knowing that your story finishes well can fill your present journey with joy. The more you put your hope in me, the more my love light shines upon you, brightening your day. Remember that I am with you continually, and I myself am your hope.
A Diary of Private Prayer by John Bailey Almighty God, in your infinite wisdom you have set my life within the narrow bounds of time and circumstance. So let me now go out into the world with a brave and trusting heart. It has pleased you to hold back from me a knowledge of everything. Therefore give me the grace of faith so that I may grasp what I cannot see. You have given me little power to shape things to my own desires. Therefore, use your own great power to make what you desire happen within me. It is your will that, through hard work and suffering, I should walk the upward road. So be my fellow traveler as I go. Let me face what you send with the strength you supply. When you make what I do effective, help me to ensure that your word is effective in my heart. When you call me to go through the dark valley, do not let me persuade myself that I know a way around. Help me not to refuse any opportunity to help other people that may come today, nor fall into my temptation that may lie in wait for me. Do not let the sins of yesterday be repeated in the life of today, or the life of today set any evil example to the life of tomorrow. O God of my ancestors, in every age you have enlightened the souls of the faithful. Thank you for the gift of shared memories through which the great stories of the past live within us today. Thank you for the lives of the saints and for the help I can gain from their example. Thank you for the memory of the people and events that come into my mind at this time. Thank you for the apostles, prophets, and martyrs, but most of all for the incarnation of your dear Son, in whose name these prayers are said. Amen. Thank you.